When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. God bless football, Billy Gill. God bless football, Mike Yeh. God bless football, Stu Gatz. Yep, how you feeling today, Mike Yeh? Mm. Pretty vindicated <laughs> and terrible. Wow. Well, wait, now Billy tells me you were defending Zach Wilson on Twitter last night. I, mean, I wasn't defending him. I was just saying it wasn't all him. Okay. Mm. So you're vindicated why? Because you think Zach Wilson stinks? No, because I've been saying since before they drafted that he sucks, and now everybody seems to realize it as well. At this point, I feel like you'd rather be right than have a quarterback, which is a weird place to be. (laughs) He would be. I've been accused of that. I have been accused of that. I think we found our quarterback last night, Strevlor, whatever his name was. (laughs) Timo! Oh, God. I mean, it's him or Mike White. They put Tebow in a room, taught him to throw right-handed, and put a Santa beard on him, threw him back Billy, out there. Billy, did you see this guy? I mean, he is. Mikey A is right. He's Tebow. He's got a beard. Uh, he's got a gold chain. And he got a standing ovation for merely moving the ball like 16 <laughs> yards. I mean. <laughs> you start next week? Oh, he should. You guys. They didn't even go to Joe Flacco. They went to a guy that I didn't know was on our roster. I've never heard of him. You would want him to be your fullback. Like, mm. So, guys, we have a lot going on today. Yeah, I know. We got to get right to it. I'm sorry. Uh, what do we have going on, Billy? Thank you for wrangling me in. I'm very upset this morning. Go ahead. Tell well, me. in moments, Tony Baselli will be joining us to recap yesterday's game, which I'm sure you will enjoy. It's got to be mixed feelings for you because you love Tony Baselli, but he's just yeah. going to gloat because his Jaguars... Very different seven and eight than the Jets seven and eight. We also have Eli Manning. We have Aaron what? Jones. We what? have Austin Eckler. We have Chris what? Sims. What? Chris Gronkowski has promised us a surprise guest, so we'll see who he brings along. We have Stu Gats. We have a lot going on today. We also, Stu Gats, have a, a special Saturday weekly fantasy contest. Go to dkng.co slash Levitard. The normal Sunday contest is on Saturday this week because that's when all the games are except the three on Sunday. So, busy day. All right, Billy uh, Billy mentioned we have a loaded show. We'll start uh, with Tony Baselli, who called the game last night uh, up in New York. Jets and Jags, uh, obviously a Hall of Famer and a friend. Uh, we'll go to him, and then you'll hear uh, from Eli Manning, who we had a great conversation with. So a stacked episode of God Bless Football. Let's get to Tony Baselli first. I'm surprised you're still doing this, Stu, after the Jets got their asses kicked last night oh, by the Jags. You had to go right in. Huh? You had to go right in, huh, Tony? Really? Right in. Yeah. 
I'm doing it so you can gloat and make fun of me. <laughs> well, I'll tell you one thing. At least you got one thing right in your life. You live in Florida. My goodness, what an awful night and weather. I mean, just miserable place. I was like, I can't, like, what time's the plane leaving? Can I leave at halftime to go home? Well, wait a second. Uh, so Golik's not with us because he smartened up and he used to live in Hartford like Mike does or northern Connecticut. He now lives in Arizona. <laughs> He's three hours behind us. Okay? It's too it's too early for him to get out of bed this morning. Hey, well, hell yeah, and he's you know he was bored by that. Unless you were a Jaguar fan, you were bored by that game last night. You know, let's call him right now yeah. and say, why aren't you joining us? Where are you? It's, you're late for what? you're late for work. Wait, so sometimes it's two hours behind in Arizona, and sometimes it's, two it's right three. Now. So so it's six oh eight a.m. I mean, that's uh, first of all. And I don't want to hear it. I got. I walked into my house at right. like five oh five this morning. Jesus Christ! Woke up at six thirty five because I had to go get a haircut at seven. Right. Why? Well, because I'm leaving. I'm going. I'm taking my family on a ski trip tomorrow, so I haven't mm. had a haircut for like two months. So right. I look like a. So Where I don't want to hear about seven o'clock haircuts. Well, Billy, when you uh, it's a hall of fame. Yeah. I, I I have this barber, this guy I go to, and I literally, and he's booked 24-7. You can never get in. But for me, so I text him, like, yesterday. I'm like, dude, I need a haircut. And he's like, what time? He goes, can you get here at 7? I said, I'll be there. So he opens up early, and uh, and I pay him well. And I brought, I, him a, I brought him a little gift, Christmas gift. I brought him a bottle of bourbon. So there you go. he takes care of me. I take care of him. I was just going to ask, what is the tip on a 7 a.m. haircut? You know, Stu, what I gave him, I gave him one of the Baselli bourbons uh, from the Hall of Fame. Oh, no. oh very cool. nice. Autographed? Yep. And then, uh, and then I, I, I give him, I pay him, his tip is 150% of what he, uh, he charges. Nice. So I pay two and a half times what he charges. So a little Christmas present plus a nice tip. He, yeah, he, I, I, yeah, I always tip him. Like, he knows it's going to be worth his while. You know, we can make fun of the Jets, and we will. Uh, the story isn't, isn't the Jets from last night. It's, at least from my perspective, it's holy shit, the Jaguars have a quarterback. Now, it took a year and a half for him to develop, but Mikey A and I were kind of joking around. I'd be interested in your thoughts on this, Tony. We were joking around. Uh, we watched the game last night. I spent the entire game, me and Billy were spending <laughs> the entire game thinking, Holy shit, Urban Meyer was a bad coach. Like, <laughs> oh, Urban Meyer is the worst, maybe one of the, he might, maybe the worst coach in the history of the NFL. I mean, Ooh. yeah. Just I mean, Saturday. Which coach I would like a word? No, I take, I take Saturday all day, every day, <laughs> twice on Sunday over Urban Meyer. Uh, I mean, Adam all Gase day. would like a word. I'll right. take Adam, give me Gase. Like, keep on going. I, I, I'll tell you. I mean, <laughs> anybody. I, you, you guys weren't there. Um, and I, Stu, I disagree. It didn't take him a year and a half. I mean, okay. I, I said it going into this year. You had to throw away last year. What they asked him to do, no one was local. No one cared about the Jaguars. And but he was he was forced like ultimately like to be the team leader, team spokesman. He was defending the coach's idiotic behavior. It was a mess. And so like I told everyone, like just a race last year. He wasn't getting the proper coaching in the proper development in in, a, in the right culture. Early in the year, some of the fans were like, oh, gosh, is he a bust? Is he, you know, what's wrong with him? Because they were expecting, like, come out and throw, you know, Patrick Mahomes four touchdowns, 300 yards every game. Sure. And I told I told them back at the beginning of the season on the radio here, and I said, listen, he's a franchise quarterback. He is the dude. Trevor will win at least one Super Bowl in Jacksonville, at least one. 
What were your impressions of Zach Wilson? Is that all on Zach last night? It seemed like he had no time. No, the offensive line's atrocious. In, atrocious in, fair, in fairness to the Jets, they had a bunch of injuries. They were pretty good at the beginning of the year up front, yeah. and they've had a bunch of injuries. That's a really good defense. Um, really good, yeah. And now it's partly – I mean, Zach Wilson is under duress quite a bit, but he is he is very inaccurate. Yeah. I mean, he is – gosh, he's all over the place. Mm-hmm. And I think the big – so that's concerning. Not that he can't fix that. The bigger concern is it doesn't feel like the guys love him. Like, is he the leader? I mean, like that comedy made after the, the Patriots game, you know, do you feel like you let the defense down when he said no? Like, even if you even if you believe no, even if you don't believe you let him down, you know what you say there if you're, like, smart? You say yes. Yeah. We didn't do our job on offense. We got to hold our end of the bargain. And that, that gives you so much cred – in the locker room because now it's like, okay, this guy gets it. And I, I don't, I'm sometimes I wonder if he gets it. I mean, yeah. you know, he, he needs to mature. He needs to be better. He needs to work on his mechanics. There's a lot of stuff on him, but I'd be shocked if they give up on him. Now the fans want to give up on him and the fans, you know, I mean, all you had to be there last night is they're like cheering for that Stelver or Stelver or whatever his yeah. name is. Were you wondering I mean, who the that guy was when he came in i was i was curious it was um <laughs> don't I mean, lie guy, to me that was tim tebow that was it, it was, it was tebow with a beard yeah and a gold chain same like it's the right-handed tim tebow same throwing motion i mean they put a santa beard on tim tebow i thought that i thought the same thing and what was wild I mean, the guy, like the first two or three plays in there, he just like ran for eight yards and the place erupted. Of course. <laughs> and then he threw the worst 30 yard pass in the history of the NFL. And you would have thought it was Joe Montana hitting Dwight Clark in the corner of the end zone to go to the Super Bowl. Tony, it should have been a touchdown. <laughs> it should have been a walk in. The guy had 20 yards. I mean, it but was he a, got a standing ovation. <laughs> like, I'm like, what are you cheering about? Like, that was the worst thing where I felt bad for Zach Wilson. Not when he got booed. Everyone gets booed. Where I felt bad is when he, he had to be sitting on the sideline watching this guy play, like, option quarterback like from the 1980s. And the, and the Jets fans are cheering like they're watching Joe Montana. I'm like, it's not even Joe Flacco. <laughs> I'm like, it's like, you know, it's like, what are we doing? It yeah. seems like the scooters that Zach Wilson bought his whole O-line did nothing for him. <laughs> well, first of all, who buys offensive linemen scooters? That means, like, you have no, so, like, awareness of, like, yeah. first, yeah. don't buy me a scooter. Right. I'm 350 pounds. <laughs> what am I going to do? What, are you trying to kill me? Like, buy me, like, a... I don't know. What's the nicest thing you were bought? I think the coolest thing was the Rolex watch from Fred Taylor. Nice. Like, that's a proper gift. Yes. To an offensive Mm -hmm. lineman. That's how you do it. You know, and and then, like, you know, Mark Mark always got his gifts every year. Um, Like, one year he got us, you know, custom suits. Uh, One year he got us, you know, this is how long, this is how old I am. Remember, like, when the portable DVD players came out? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that was like the rage. Yeah. 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 So he got his portable DVD players. I was like, this is the coolest thing ever. Now I watch now I watch it on my phone. I mean, so <laughs> that's all. But a scooter? I don't right. I mean That's bad. Eh, I'm not buying. Uh, like that's not like, whatever. It's a bad idea, Tony. Bad idea. Bad idea. 
bad, like it's 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 a kind of like parallel. It's a good correlation to his decision in the pocket sometimes. I say it after every pass. Bad idea. Bad idea. Tony, you know what's interesting because now when he does the post game press, he clearly learned this lesson. You heard him last night, but it feels forced. It doesn't even feel genuine. It doesn't feel real. It's like someone taught him how to do it. You know? Yeah, because he screwed up the first time. Where, (laughs) where, like you contrast the Trevor. Lawrence, and you, because I, I mean, I watch him all the time. The dude takes ownership of everything. Of course, like the dude, he gets it. Like, and when I say he is loved in that locker room, it is unreal. Yeah, I mean, they love him. Yeah, and uh, he's tough as dude. The dude's tough. He, I mean, I'm telling you right now, they will win at least one with Trevor Lawrence. I, I don't disagree. That's, that, that's how good he is. Yes, I don't disagree. Listen, Tony, at the very least, your team, I, I agree with you, he's going to win at least one Super Bowl, but your team, because of him, is going relevant. to be relevant and good for the next 10 to 15 years. We're probably going to go to the playoffs. Yeah. Because I don't think I don't think Tennessee wins another game. They're, they're beat to hell. No, uh, the Tannehill's um, out for the year, right. Yeah, we got all kinds of injuries on offense and defense. Offensive line's decimated. And the Jags control their own fate right now. They went out. They're in. Who do they play the rest of the way here? I'm trying to find the schedule here. They play Houston. That's a win. And they play Tennessee. That's a win. You're going to the playoffs, Tony. How about that? Who who would have bet at three and seven the Jags would be hosting a playoff game at nine and eight? It's unbelievable. Mike, you know yeah, how depressed are you that the Jaguars are going to the playoffs? <laughs> Listen, I want to see somebody do it. That's one of these laughable teams, and they're not laughable anymore. And you know what? The Browns, the the Jags, the Lions, and us. One of those teams go do something. For you won't laugh at the Jaguars for another fifteen years. I'm telling you right now. Okay, and listen, if our if my team can't go, I'll speak for myself. My friend's team going is the next best thing. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to become a Jaguars fan. You, that afternoon so show, my insincere. retirement plan, is coming into full focus right oh, now. I mean, here it is. <laughs> you know, I figured, like, you probably have a good five years before you get fired from Levitard. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so five years from now, it will be like the prime years of Trevor Lawrence. We'll be, we'll be doing afternoon drives, Super Bowl runs. We'll, go, we'll, be on, we'll be on Radio Row together at the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Billy wants to come along. This is your dream, Steve. That's guys. my dream. Yeah. <laughs> Wait before <laughs> the time. I was just waiting for Trevor to get good. Now I'm ready. I'll come. Now you're ready. Yeah. Whenever you're ready, I'm ready. Okay. Yeah. No, it'll be good. The. Uh, but yeah, it's. Uh, and you know who they're going to probably play. The funny thing, they're probably going to play Baltimore. Yeah. Uh, because Balt- I think Cincinnati's going to win that division. So Baltimore yeah. will be the five seed. They'll play Jacksonville. And Jacksonville already beat them. Yeah. Could you imagine if – I mean, if, if Jacksonville wins a playoff game this year, it'll be – like Doug Peterson should be – and I know Nick Sirianni's going to win Coach of the Year yep. is what the Eagles are doing. But I could argue that what Doug Peterson has done – Easily. Is more more impressive than anything else in the, the NFL this year. Yeah. Uh, all right, man. We appreciate you doing this, and uh, congratulations on having something I've never had, which is a quarterback for the next fifteen years. <laughs> I'm happy for you. <laughs> no, it's always good to be on with you guys. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy New Year, Happy Hanukkah, all the holidays, and uh, I'll see you guys in 23. You're a good man. Thank you, Tony. There he is. What's up, brother? What's the word? Nothing. I mean, I, I don't know who's more busy now, you or your brother. Trying to catch him. Trying to catch him. <laughs> beard you got going there. It, I was just telling it's supposed to be minus 37 tomorrow here, so. Ooh, so shorts, shorts or pants, you think? 
Um, just depends on the, on the win. If there's no win, I might go shorts. <laughs> Eli, when's the last time you've seen Java? No, it's been a while. I don't know. I don't know what the what the year count is now, but it's uh, <laughs> impressive. I'm I'm jealous. I can I can't. I, if I didn't shave for two weeks, you might notice that uh, I couldn't grow fa- some sort of facial hair. But like, yeah, no one would really know. What has been the most fun? Like when just working with Peyton and like in the aspect of of doing your guys' Manning cast. And another two part of that is. I know you probably won't admit it, but who's been your favorite guest? Because I know mine. I gotta say Snoop. I still say Snoop was was my favorite. Just um, just because you saw his passion, like you really saw, like he loves the Steelers and he was naming players from the '70s and '80s when he was, you know, 15 years old and watching games. And, and you kind of remember, like you know, I was that same that same age and I was a Saints fan, but I could name all the players from that from that time and you just know the guys and like you're growing up and those are your heroes and so you could you could kind of feel that with him he also gave me a you know a death row records uh, you know chain which is you know pretty cool uh, i was just gonna say that i swear to the chain didn't yeah. sway you yeah you know it's just um <laughs> you know, i'm not used to it's not on my like my usual like checklist hey you got my keys got my phone got my wallet got my death row records chain it's just like ah, I gotta. I keep forgetting to put it on, but uh, it was fun, <laughs> and it's fun. It's fun working with Peyton, um, and just uh, he, he's just you know it's not, it's it, nothing ever changes. So like you have the big brother, and he's so type A. Like he wants everything's very detailed. And you go on a trip, like he would pack my bags, and he would like make sure I had everything, and you know got your chargers, and you got your yeah, you have like a checklist for me. He's like you got your students. You got your, like, your toothbrush, and so with this, like he still does. Like they send an email, like about guests or like a little checklist of what's going. Like he responds for me. Like I, he's like Eli, you don't worry about that. I'll handle it. And he just he does everything. I kind of do my prep and just worry about the stuff I got to worry about. But it's 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 good getting to see him for a few hours. You know, he's in Denver. I'm in New Jersey. I don't have to see him very often so at least i get to look at his ugly mug for three hours you know every couple <laughs> what do you enjoy the most about the media space you know i think a couple things i, I you know it's been fun getting to meet and, and talk to some of these these people that i had never met before whether it's you know just you know some of john ham and some of these actors and bill burr and comedians and you know doing stuff for you know other things i'm doing for the giants and you know pete davidson and you know all, all sorts of different you know just guys get to hang out with them a little bit see them in their normal element uh, somewhat with a, still a camera on them but you kind of see the a different side of them and and so you know i can be relaxed now it, it, it was different when i was playing i was very reserved really didn't want anyone to kind of think that i had any life outside of football so i i think i wanted people to say that's all i cared about so they couldn't say well he doesn't look focused on the game or he's done he's not committed like i never want anybody to think that because i in, in some way it was very true there wasn't a whole lot else i was doing but now like, I don't have to worry about that. I'm not, I'm, you know, I, I'm committed to my family. I'm committed to, you know, what I got to do in, in, in my work. And, and uh, but, you know, can just kind of be relaxed and don't really worry about what I have to say or kind of act a certain way. I remember when Coughlin brought you to a, a Yankees game and I saw you behind there eating sushi and crab legs and, and throwing back the unlimited beverages, if, <laughs> if I recall that. Well, you know, I, I'm always, always ready to throw back uh, unlimited beverages. <laughs> That's you know you gotta have 
there's always a few faults that you can't it's hard to break so uh you know that was that was my way to relax and hey you still get to go to a, go to a ball game i think it's like you got to have a a beer at a baseball game it just kind of goes hand in hand you know it's some, some traditions you just you got to do you got to follow through Everybody knows baseball games. Sushi, crab legs, and beer. Kind of a hot dog? What do you, it can't be kind of a hot dog, Eli. <laughs> uh, I think I was, I was definitely having a hot dog. Eli Manning is with us here on God Bless Football. Uh, Jabba, we never got your favorite guest. Tell Eli, who was your favorite guest? I was 1A, 1B. I, I knew Snoop was probably going to be the answer because the chain. But then Marshawn was hilarious. And then I guess you double burden the camera, too, is probably one of my favorite moments as well. Yeah. Well, I mean, Marshawn asking if we wanted a little shot of Hennessy was, was pretty good. Uh, <laughs> I think he, he, he took enough for all of us. Uh, but, yeah, the double bird. You know, I, I found out quickly, you know, there was very little coaching going on of, like, what the rules of TV are, you, that you can do something. You can't do something. There was no like conversation about that. It was just like, hey, you're on TV, talk about the game, and whatever happens, happens. So, you know, I do the double birds, and you know, we go to commercial break, and the producers are like, all right, hey, love the double birds. That was classic. You just got to sing a quick apology, though. Like, come on the air and say, like, <laughs> sorry about that. And that way, you don't have to issue like a statement, you know, the next day, and get, you know, issue. Like you just, you just knock it out right away. A quick apology. And also learned that because I did it in context, meaning I didn't, I wasn't saying, you know, a F you to the world. I was telling a story of someone giving me the double birds. I was just showing you in case you didn't know what double birds meant. This is what it looks like. And so you kind of saved a little bit on that deal. Is it in context of a story? There's a little kind of loophole you can you can get away with. What's in Peyton's cup? That's a good question. I think early on, early on, there was definitely you know something a beer, maybe something a little stronger, uh, just because he he was nervous, like he was really nervous, and he and he always thinks he's funnier when he's had a few beers. It is <laughs> it, you know like his mindset. Like that's what I'm relaxed. I'm a little funnier. I need like it helps, but you know, helps my punchline. Is he that we like? <laughs> I think so. I think so. He gets a little more animated. He gets a little more like kind of jacked up and, and so. I think I don't know what it's in there now. I don't know if he's kind of gotten used to it, where he's not as nervous, where he can kind of get to that place or or what. I haven't asked uh, as of late. You're obviously a Yankee fan. I'm wondering how did this relationship come to be. I don't know, Job, but where'd we meet first? It was probably at like Butter or Marquee or somewhere. What was the hot spot back in the day? You know, back in the club <laughs> where we were young clubbing. Uh, I can't remember the first the first time we met. You might you might know more than me. It was it was one of those places, but we, we had Freddie. We had the same driver. That's right. Freddie. Uh, God God rest his soul. Freddie's our driver and, and he was the best. So fast Freddie. Uh, Freddie passed away about ten years ago. I still, I still talk to his wife Maureen, who still, who I used to like text to, like kind of get the cars. I still use her to set up some car services for me and keep up with his kids and family. And and uh, but Freddie was the best. I mean, he was a guy. I remember when I when I had my first kid. You know, it was kind of also my wife goes into labor and and I'm like I call Freddie. You know, driving around my friend. Get to go to 
to Hoboken. You have to go in my apartment. You got to like put a bag together. I'm like talk on the phone. Like he's in my, my wife's closet, like picking out clothes for her for the hospital because she was going into labor, needed stuff for a few days and brought it to New York to the hospital. And so he was, uh, he was the best. But yeah, I forgot we, uh, that you used Freddie as well. Eli, we have a lot in common. I spent a lot of time in New York, grew up there. You spent a lot of time in New York. You have a wife, Abby. I have a wife, Abby. You have, Does your Abby, by the way, break your balls what? the way my Abby breaks my balls or what? Correct. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Good. And you have daughters. I have daughters. And you're into lacrosse. So I'm wondering, my daughter is playing lacrosse. She's committed to Northwestern. How did you and your family get into Yeah, it's very cool. How did you and your family get into lacrosse? Yeah, just my oldest, my oldest daughter. We live in New Jersey, and uh, in our town, Summit, New Jersey, is just it's a big, big lacrosse town. And so you just, you know, they start having these clinics when they're, I don't know, seven years old, and and just kind of tossing around. And and I like, like, I never played lacrosse, but it made sense to me. Like even at that age, I bought a stick, and I associated it to like going outside and having a catch with your dad, like. Yeah. We had, we, you know, we, 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 she played some softball early on. I kind of threw every sport at, at my kids and still throw like every possible sport and just see what sticks. Like you never know what it's going to be, what they're going to gravitate towards, what makes sense to them. But um, my oldest was kind of, you know, you're kind of trying them out with her. And, and I like this going outside and tossing and, and like, you know, it just, it, it looked like basketball and it's kind of football with, you know, passing and it's soccer, but it's, it's kind of all these great, great sports combined and, uh, um, and and great teamwork and so uh, she my oldest is 11 but all my kids are playing it uh and it's fun it's it's amazing how it's kind of painful when they're like you know third grade when they're trying to play <laughs> I want to catch and it's just like oh it gets God. better Eli it gets better I brought it like they're whipping it around they can go lefty they're doing the trick shots behind the head and and so it's uh it's definitely getting better Eli I've been saying lately that I think now you know, my co-host thinks I'm crazy, but I've been saying Joe Burrow is the best quarterback in football. Do you agree? He's up there. You know, it's it's a, it's. I mean, it's hard to say Mahomes is not or Josh Allen, but um, I think Burrow is is right is right there in, to, in the uh, mix. And he's just a gamer. He's he's a gamer, and you know, the bigger the game, it seems like the better he plays. So it's uh, they're going to be a tough team. You know, down the, down the stretch, your defense is playing good. Their offense line's a little bit better than last year, so they're gonna be they're gonna be good through the playoffs. Eli, do you do the Manning cast from your house? Because like we've talked about it before, and it looks like you have a fake set of a house behind you. Like you just googled like what looks like a very relatable home, <laughs> and you had that built behind you. No, I do it from my house. I, I'm in a I'm in my basement, and uh, you know we just moved into this house, and you know we're just kind of redoing this basement. I had a golf simulator down there, and then there um there you know this kind of Manning cast idea was coming around, and I was like, I think we can just set it up down here. So kind of kind of coordinated it, and it's a way enough where you, you wouldn't like just randomly walk into it. You got to really kind of find it this room, but uh, I mean. You know, it's, you know, now there's you know lights all over the place. There's eight TVs on the wall, and it, it's just the the Manning cast room now. Explain kind of how the like the Manning cast came about. Was it did you yeah. guys pitch it, or did they come to you, or you know, Peyton and I were just talking about it. We had done it was it was you know, COVID was 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 it just kind of you know gone through and. You know, people are now mo yeah more used to you know Zooms and for I did one 
for the Super Bowl of that year, Tampa Bay, uh, when they played in, in Tampa and won, I kind of went on with Coach Johnson and Terry Bradshaw and Krista Thompson and, and went on a show like a Zoom and we're talking about the game and and then Peyton did one, uh, I think, for the for the national championship. Then I think we saw Kurt Herbstreet like called a game from Zoom. And we're like, hey, this is like this this could be an idea. And the reason I never wanted to get in the broadcasting, I, I first off, I, I know I would be very bad at it, like doing it the traditional way, but I also didn't want the travel part of it. I just retired from football. We got four kids. I didn't want to be gone every Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and then traveling back. And like every weekend is an away game, unless unless I'm doing a Giants game. And so um, I just said, I wanted no piece of that. And, and so this idea where you can do it from your home, we do 10 games. I'm doing it with my brother, and it's more like, hey, you're sitting on the couch watching the game, you know, drinking a beer. What would it like? That, that's how I want to watch a game. Let's let's create that. And so we did a test try with some people from ESPN, and they were just they loved it. They were like, this is this is great. And I was still hesitant. I remember we were doing um, our test run as a Vikings game. And I'm saying, hey, watch Anthony Barr here. He's gonna drop, he's got the hook area, makes a great play, and they're like, It'd be better if you don't say Anthony Barr. Most fans don't know the names of the players that are playing defense, so just say number 55. I'm like, so you're telling me I don't have to know anybody's name on the defense? (laughs) I just got to see a number. I'm like, that's even better. Like like a a ton of preparation because it's hard to learn, you know, everybody's name playing each and every week. Has there been a guest that you guys have been like, you know, a little chatty, like we're trying to watch the game here? Because, like, how would you say, for example, let's say – Let's say Barack Obama is on with you guys, and you're like, Barry, like, come on, we're trying to watch the game here. Like, let's wrap up this story. Like, how, how do you handle that situation? Barry, Bubby. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah you, know, you definitely have. We definitely had guests that are a little long-winded. I want to tell, like, we don't need long stories. Like, it's hard to have long stories because there's plays. All of a sudden, you get into the red zone. You can tell when, like, we're kind of trying to cut off the, the long stories. We'll usually say, like, you know, hey, Jabba, uh, what, what play would you call right here? They're getting into the red zone. You know, that's kind of like the hint. Hey, let's, let's go back to football a little bit. Let's, just, like, let's focus on the game. We don't need any stories. Let's let's kind of Wait, so no, no, this is interesting, Eli. So when you guys do that now moving forward, what you're telling us, the audience, is, hey, this guy's f-ing long-winded. Shut enough, up, right? Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> Long answer. We missed a couple big plays. Like, let's the Eli, I want to play a quick game with you, if you don't mind, okay? Uh, Eli, Peyton, or Cooper, okay? Those are your three yeah. choices. By the way, is Arch going to be the best of the Mannings? Is he going to be the best? I hope so. Who knows? You know, the kid. Let let the kid walk on a college campus uh, before we uh, declare him. (laughs) You guys ain't giving him an inch. Weighs over two hundred pounds, so he, you know, he's got to get he's got to get going here. And but he's he's a great kid. It's gonna be fun. I'm excited to go to Austin and and get to watch him and and you know want to root for him. And I hope he I hope he, he he becomes the best. Does that trash talk work both ways? Arch already thinks he's better than you, doesn't he? And Peyton, right? He's a humble kid. He's a humble kid. I mean, he broke all our records in high school, so he, he, he's got bragging rights for for high school right now. Yeah, but with with NIL, when you go to visit him, he's gonna be like, uh, Uncle Eli, I, I got you. Like, I got you know, dinner. yeah. But he buys me dinner. Like, I, yeah. hey, I got it, Unks. Uncle Eli, I'll, I'll buy you a steak dinner. Like, that's when I'm like, this is this is weird. He's actually he, he's 
kind of declined the NIL stuff. And, uh, and so proud of him on that. And that was kind of our advice to say, Hey, go in there. You already got this name. People are looking at you. Go in there, earn the respect of your teammates, earn the respect of your coaches. Like just go be a college quarterback for a little bit and don't have to worry about any of this other stuff. If after a couple of years, you're playing well and you're into it and you want to do an endorsement. Hey, all for, you know, but just, you know, go, go kind of, Go earn it first uh, before you before you you know start taking all this money. Okay, so better question, Eli, is are you going to wear burnt orange? Yeah, I'll wear some burnt orange. I think nice. um, at least these next couple of years they're not in the SEC yet, so I don't know, <laughs> I don't know you know what part of the SEC or what division be and how it's all going to work out. But hey, your fa- family family runs runs deep, and you support support your family, and uh, so I'll, I'll I'll support him and root for Texas and want him to do well. Uh, Peyton, Eli, or Coop? Best singing voice. Uh, Coop. Really? Does he sing out loud a lot? Oh yeah, he he, he loves the microphone. Big singer. Anytime he's at a bar, even, even if it's not karaoke, he's gonna make it karaoke. Most likely to tear up the dance floor at a wedding. Eli, Peyton, or Coop? I think me. I think I'm the. Da- I'm, I, you know, I got my dancing shoes on. I kind of. I like. I like the dance floor. Wait a second. So Jabba pointed immediately at you. Like, Jabba, you've seen him tear up a dance floor, have you? Did, I mean, did you see his hips don't lie segment? I mean, that, how do you beat that? Here. <laughs> What's Peyton doing? Is he very stiff on the dance floor? I imagine he is. Yeah, like his is very rehearsed. I mean, it's like he has like a dance routine. Like, it's like the same move every time. Why? He's got to be very prepared. It's like he's going to know, like, all right, I'm waiting. He'll, like, wait to the right song that, like, matches up with his dance that he can, like, he's got one dance and that's it. Like, all right, I did it. I'm good. Who had the best career? Well, you know, Coop had a pretty good college career in the fraternity system. Um, you know, <laughs> it's hard following his footsteps at Ole Miss as the social legends around there. I'm, I'm more nervous about that than following my dad's football career. I was more worried about Coop as a social legend. I knew I could never rise that high. But, uh, no, Peyton had a better career, two Super Bowls. I mean, a five-time MVP, you know, whatever 14 pro bowls or or more i mean the guy the guy's one of the best of all time so he uh it was i mean i learned so much for him he was a great a great role model and a big brother to, to help me along the way you had a uh, pretty good career yourself eli like you're a hall of famer two super bowl. I, I think when you beat brady twice in the super bowl it counts as like four you know <laughs> i mean two of us are jeff fans here you have no idea how much we delighted in you beating brady uh both those times in the super bowl in fact tom coughlin was just on with us a couple of weeks ago the tyree throw he said was a great throw it wasn't lucky it was a great throw he says the best throw you've ever made was the throw you made to manningham you agree I, I agree with everything Coach Coughlin says. <laughs> Smart man. Were you ever late to a meeting? I was never late to a meeting. I got fined one time my rookie year because our our, uh, our offensive – or he was the quarterback coach then but became our offensive coordinator, Kevin Gilbride, let us out late for a walkthrough. We were in meeting. He let us out late, and so we were late to the walkthrough. We each got me and uh, Kurt Warner and Jesse Palmer all got fined $1,000. Uh, least likely, we'll let you go on this note. Least likely, who's the cheapest? Least likely to pay for dinner when you're out for dinner. Eli, Peyton, Coop. I don't think Coop's ever paid for a meal in his life. Does Coop even go through the motion like he's trying to pay for dinner? He doesn't even bring a wallet. He doesn't have <laughs> it, you know?
it should be on you guys. Happy to do it. Eli, we appreciate this. Anything you want to promote on the way out? All good, boys. It's fun being on with you, Jabba. Great seeing you, man. It's been too long. But I uh, love what y'all are doing and uh, miss you. And uh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to everybody. Hey, Billy, Beef Wellington won. Oh, did it? That's a longer day for you, right? It's a harder day, yes. How'd you make that decision? My father-in-law asked. Mm. Excuse me, gentlemen, here's Aaron Jones. Oh, thank you very much. Hey. Hello, we were just talking about Beef Wellington. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, man? How you doing, how you doing? How are you, man? I'm doing good, thank you. Billy, why'd you feel the need to mention to Aaron Jones that we were talking about Beef Wellington? <laughs> I, and just in case he was catching the back end of the conversation, you know. I thought it was weird. No, if it, maybe he has thoughts on Beef Wellington or what. Aaron, what do you eat? What's like a big meal that you eat like at family get-togethers or holidays? Uh, depends on which holiday it is, but um, definitely going to have some mac and cheese there no matter what oh. holiday it is. Yeah, yeah that's Some a- collard greens no matter what holiday Mm-hmm. Right. Does it bother you because of your profession that you you kind of miss the holidays, right? Like, does that does that bother you at all? Uh, a little bit, you know. But uh, as you as you're coming up and you're playing the sport, you kind of get used to it, um, you know. So it's it's normal now. What's the best Christmas present Aaron Jones has ever received? The best Christmas present I've ever received. Ah, uh, that's a tough question. <laughs> I would probably say my favorite was uh, I got like a little mini pocket rocket in seventh grade that uh, you needed gas and you needed oil to uh, to make it work. Oh, nice, and it right. went up to like 30 miles per hour. So I was I was cruising the streets in seventh grade. <laughs> seventh, you're going all the way back to seventh grade, Aaron. Just tell Rogers to step up his gift giving game. I mean, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron Jones is with us. He has been nominated for the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award for the second time. How much does that mean to you? Uh, it means a lot. Uh, we, You know, we have uh, great guys in this locker room. And so to be chosen out of them for a second year straight and for our staff and everybody around here to believe in me that much and just knowing what I do off the field doesn't go unnoticed. And it means a lot. And I just thank all these, everybody here, uh, you know, who has a hand in handed me continuing to grow every day becoming the person that i am the man that i am and uh continue to have me striving talk about some of the stuff you do do off the field with charity and stuff uh definitely uh me and my brother we have our our family charity ana all the way and it's geared towards the youth and giving back to them we just gave away over 100 110 nice. bikes uh out for christmas we i just did a uh little jackie giveaway at an elementary school for uh some kids in need of jackets it's cold out here uh the temperature today was zero here so about <laughs> to get hit with some snow so we've also done turkey giveaways uh for thanksgiving turkey drive so people who are in need of turkeys or can't afford them drive drive up and get those the past two years we've done a shoe drivers so we partnered with cousin subs and through that each yard i get up to a thousand yards that's how many shoes will be given away or donated to the kids here in Wisconsin and in El Paso as well. So uh, just trying to make an impact any way we can. And uh, we also do stuff with military kids, uh, Freedom Is campaign. Me and my brother, we're military brats. Uh, both of our parents from the military. So we've done things with them, just, you know, talking to the talking to the kids when uh, somebody may be deployed or 
with coping, helping them with coping mechanisms and then, you know, rewarding them when their parents do come back because it's hard and you really like accomplish that. So just giving them something that they can spend time with their family, whether it's renting out the movie theater for them or trampoline park for them and their friends and family, different things like that. So uh, just trying different ways to make an impact. You sound like a really good guy. Like I'm finding it very hard to figure out why Andrew Whitworth was a better man of the year than you were last year. <laughs> <laughs> why was uh, it? I mean, what is he doing? <laughs> like when he wins, do you think, you know what? Like, let me get back to the drawing board. Let me add like four or five more charities to be better next year. Um, Andrew, I mean, he definitely deserved to win. He, he raised a lot of money for the community and he had been nominated multiple times uh, as well. So, he definitely deserved to win it, but it definitely did, like you said, give me that thought process of, like, hey, let me go back to the drawing board and see what more I can do to make a greater impact. Hey, Aaron, I want yeah. to tell you something. You don't need to impress Billy. You don't need to give – like, Billy, why, why are you I'm making not, this so competitive? No. Why can't there be more than one good man out there? No, okay? there can like, be. I'm just No, saying, but Whitworth like, drives Aaron to do more, and that's a good thing, right? Right, Aaron? I, 100%. I'm just, I'm just I a bleep hole. Tell him he's a bleep no. hole. <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't think Whitworth's a better person than you. I think they just knew he was retiring and it was like a career achievement award on the way out. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, Aaron Jones is with us running back for the Green Bay Packers. Billy's a bleep hole. Uh, Aaron, I am too, though. I got to be honest. I'm an awful person. And so I'm wondering <laughs> if you can help me out. What goes into being a good person? Sounds like a lot uh, of work. Yes. Just doing everything from the heart, treating others how you want to be treated. Being selfless, not thinking of yourself first, really. And being genuine, I would say. Yeah. Billy, you're right. It seems like a lot of work. <laughs> There's got to be an easier way. <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> Did he just write a check? <laughs> it comes so easy and natural, Darren. Right? Can I just write a check? <laughs> uh, how did the uh, the sombrero and the Oakley sunglasses, how did that come into existence? Like, what inspired you to do that? Uh, so the sombrero, I'm from El Paso, Texas, and it was just like a little tribute back to my, my home city. Uh, kind of, the, you know, the culture I grew up in and the people, some of the people who support me. So it was uh, it was a little tribute to them. And I wore like a little fake costume one from Party <laughs> City the first time. And a Packer fan, Senor Chisa, reached out and asked me, did I want a real one? I'm like, yeah, of course, please. And he sent, he sent it to me. And I've been rocking it ever since. And then the glasses came about. I'm with Oakley. I'm an Oakley athlete. And I was. this was my first year with Oakley. I was supposed to wear these sunglasses. Uh, they're called Sutros. Uh, they're gold, some gold frames and gold lens as well. And I was supposed to wear them coming off the bus when we were playing in New Orleans. And I leave them on the bus. So I told one of our security guys, I'm like, hey, I forgot uh, the glasses. Can you get them for me? He ended up getting them after warmups, and I was like, if I score, I'm going to bring them out. If I score, I'm going to put them on. <laughs> and I put them on, and uh, it's been a thing ever since. So, I, I mean, I love wearing glasses. I wear them 24-7. If it's dark outside, if it's light, I mean, it doesn't matter. I have them on. Have you watched Christian Wilkins on film at all? Uh, he's a beast. I've watched Terrifying. Him on film, I watched him uh, in-game, I think, when they played the Chargers, and uh, he was just – wrecking things up front yeah aaron i'm telling you i should be telling you this because you're playing them and billy's a big dolphin fan me and mikey are jet fans so we don't care we're rooting for you and and so it doesn't matter okay? <laughs> you're the man of the big. year okay but like when you're 10 yards downfield don't think wilkins isn't coming after you because he is okay yeah, appreciate that 
He'll, he'll find you, okay? <laughs> uh, you went in the fifth round. Are you one of those guys who, like, remembers how many running backs were taken before you? Uh, I believe it was 18 running backs taken before me. I, was I guess you are. <laughs> <laughs> do you know names? Do you know names? Uh, I do know a lot of names. Uh, you got Christian McCaffrey. You got Dalvin Cook. You got Leonard Fournette. You got Marlon Mack. You got Donnell Pumphrey. You got... Jeremy Nichols, you got Wayne Goldman, you Ooh. have Joe Mixon, James Conner. Um, I want to say TJ Logan. Right. It feels you, doesn't it? It, uh, it, it definitely does. does. I don't know how many. I don't know how many I've named off, but a lot of them. And who the hell are half of them? To be honest yeah. with you, uh, you know, you just you just remember those things, and it, when it's all said and done, I, I just made sure that I'm gonna my name's gonna be remembered and. Uh, for a good reason. Uh, Aaron Jones is with us again. He is up for the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. Great honor. And hopefully he'll, he will win it. He's a better man than Whitworth. There's no question yeah, about it. No one we've had so. Whitworth on the show. Uh, listen, we've also had your quarterback on the show. And I'm <laughs> going to tell you right now that he's a friend of our show. He has been on many, many times. And I also... I don't know if he considers me to be a friend, but I see him Lake Tahoe every year for golf, and I consider him to be a friend, okay? So I could say this. I promise oh, you I could ask you this, okay? Are there times where he's rambling philosophically, like, deep, and he's getting really deep, and you, Aaron Jones, are sitting there like, yo, my quarterback is f***ing a little crazy. Like, ever? <laughs> no, he hasn't, actually. Uh, <laughs> I mean, no, I, would, I wouldn't. All right. I think I would have to engage in a conversation like that. Right. For it to come out. But okay. um, no, I, I have it. I have it. <laughs> <laughs> have you just tuned him out ever? Like, all right, enough. Like, <laughs> oh, no, I, I have it. Uh, hey, Ron, he, he can be quiet at times, but uh, yeah. if it's a topic that interests him, he's going to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, do you get a sense of how much longer he wants to do this at all? I don't. Uh, he's having fun. He's like the same as last year, you know, he's having fun. He's in there. He's in here coaching up guys and smiling. And he's, it's a joy for him to come to work every day. So I believe as long as he's having fun, he'll be here. Aaron, if you don't win this year, man of the year, like I, I have an idea, but you may not want to do it next year. I'm thinking maybe you give it like two or three more tries. If you don't win, then we do like a turn and you go for like villain of the year in the NFL. What do you think? Complete heel. Yeah. Like you heel become of the a heel. Year. Yeah, bad guy NFL, of the year. NFL heel of the year. Hey, I, yeah. I got to make sure companies want to work with me. Yeah. Work with the Smart bad guy. companies. Yeah. Smart guy. <laughs> now you think he's a bleep hole. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> It all comes full circle. Uh, all right, man. Hey, good luck to you against the Dolphins, and good luck uh, with the award the rest of the season. We'll see if you guys can uh, sneak into the playoffs here. I know you think you're going to, right? Yes, sir. Of course. Yeah, man. Thank awesome. you. Awesome. All right. Thank you, man. Good luck. And keep being right. a good person because there's uh, too many bad people like me out there, right? <laughs> yes, sir. Thank you. It is time for this week's edition of Stu Gouts, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today. Use code Stu for a special offer when you sign up. That's code Stu only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Bowl season continued. Eight and four thus far. Twelve games in. 47-37 and three on the regular season. Eight and four bowl season. 55-41 and three overall on the season. Armed Forces Bowl, Air Force, plus four. They're taking on Baylor. I swear to you, okay? 
that I am selecting this game before it kicks off because I want to pick all the bowl games. So Air Force, take it on Baylor. Air Force is getting four points. You know I'm taking Air Force. It's the Armed Forces Bowl. I ain't taking Baylor. Air Force plus four. They win the game outright. Independence Bowl, Louisiana plus seven over Houston. I'm taking Louisiana. The Gasparilla Bowl, Wake Forest minus two over Missouri. The Deeks. The Hawaii Bowl, Middle Tennessee, plus seven. Take it on San Diego State. Here is my theory on this game. This is how I do the bowl season. This is the trip of a lifetime for the kids at Middle Tennessee. They're going to Hawaii. The kids at San Diego State basically live in Hawaii. The kids from Middle Tennessee are going to be jacked up, going to appreciate this trip, and they're going to represent well in the bowl game. Middle Tennessee wins the game outright. They win by three points. The Quick Lane Bowl, Bowling Green, minus three and a half. Buy it down a half. I'm taking Bowling Green to cover. They beat New Mexico State by eight points. The Camilla Bowl, Georgia Southern, minus three and a half. Take it on Buffalo. Again, buy it down a half. Take Georgia Southern. They win the game by six points. The First Responder Bowl, Utah State, plus seven and a half over Memphis. Birmingham Bowl. Coastal Carolina, plus seven and a half over East Carolina. Billy, I'm doing these as fast as I can. Guaranteed rate bowl. Oklahoma State, plus three and a half over Wisconsin. Take the Cowboys. Military Bowl. UCF. Nothing says the Military Bowl like UCF at Duke. UCF plus three over Duke. UCF wins the game outright. They win by four. Liberty Bowl. Arkansas, minus three. Take it on Kansas, Arkansas, by seven points. Holiday Bowl, North Carolina plus 14 and a half. Take it on Oregon. Oregon wins by four. North Carolina is the team I'm going with, plus 14 and a half. The Texas Bowl, Mississippi, Lane Kiffin, minus three and a half over Texas Tech. Buy it down a half point. Take Mississippi minus three. They win by seven points. Pinstripe Bowl, Syracuse, plus 10, take it on Minnesota. I'm taking Q's, they win the game outright, they win by a field goal. The Cheez-It Bowl, oh, do I love Cheez-Its, especially a bowl of them. Oklahoma, plus nine and a half, buy it up to 10. They're taking on FSU, FSU wins, Oklahoma covers. The Alamo Bowl, Washington, plus four, take it on Texas. I'm taking Washington, Texas wins a very close game by two points. We'll continue the bowl season next week. We'll pick it up right there on Friday with the remainder of the bowl schedule. NFL, week 16, 3-3 three three last week, 51-40-4 and four on the season. Vikings, minus 4.5. I don't care what anyone tells me. They're taking on the Giants. The Vikings are good. I don't want to hear about it. Buy it down to half. Take the Vikings, minus 4. They win the game by 7 points at home. The Browns, minus 2.5 at home against the Saints. Browns win the game. They cover the spread. The Browns by a tutty. Titans, I'm not taking them. I was going to take them. They're minus three. They're taking on the Texans. Screw it. I'm going to take them. Even though Tannehill's out, Malik Willis is in. This is the kind of game the Titans win. They have to win it. The Titans win. They cover the spread. They win by six points. Bengals, Joe Burrow, best quarterback in football. Minus three at the Patriots. Bengals win. They cover the spread. Bengals by ten points. Chargers, minus five at the Colts. 
Chargers starting to look like the Chargers. I don't know what that means, but they look good. Chargers minus five. I'm taking them to cover. And finally, the Packers. Aaron Rodgers plus four. Taking on Billy's Dolphins. I have the Dolphins winning the game. Very close game. Sneaky trap game here for the Dolphins. But they win it on a point. Last minute field goal. By one point, they win the game. But I'm taking the Packers to cover the spread. I'll take those four points. Packers plus four. Those are the picks, everyone. Good luck and Merry Christmas. Chris Sims is with us. Uh, we love him. PFT with Mike Florio every day on Peacock, Football Night in America, Sunday Night Football, the Unbuttoned Podcast, at CSimsQB uh, on Twitter as well. Let's get right to it, man. Your evaluation of Tua last week. Uh, a lot of people, hey, Dolphins can't go on the road. Hey, can't play in the cold weather. You know what? They went up there. They had a chance to win. They played very well, in my opinion. What do you think? Agreed. You know, again, I, I mean, I... It, it, it stinks they've lost three in a row, right? But it's like it's three losses in a row where I've seen some things that I do like about the football team. And, hey, they, they were toe-to-toe with the team that a lot of people look at and go is the best team in the AFC, right? They're the Super Bowl favorite. Uh, and then they answered the question that you just pointed out. Uh, that was big. Yeah, can they play in the elements? Will Tua look you know, less than in the cold and the wind? And he looked, he looked fine. He really did. I mean, they just, they fell victim to a guy that, you know, once again, it just, you, you, it's, you, it takes a miraculous effort to stop him. I mean, everybody was covered. Think about the last drive. It's him running. It's, hey, 20-yard out route into the wind in the blizzard. Hey, 20-yard back shoulder. The guy's covered, but I just going to throw a laser through it. Uh, so, I, again, even though it's three losses in a row, I think there are some some positive things about the Dolphins' performance for sure. Chris, how do you feel? I hate the coaches who are – some of this – it can't be all analytics and by the book. you got to, like, trust your gut, be in the moment, get the pulse of your team. I thought right. McDaniel – I thought he did – and McDaniel has some of that. To his credit, he does. But he's very uh, numbers-oriented, analytic-oriented. And so when they're down to – I think it was 21-19 – he goes for two, and I was sitting there watching the game going, no, nah, man, too early for that. Just go, exactly. go for one. I didn't like the call. What do you think? Yeah, I, I don't love that either. I, I don't like chasing points at that point in the football game. You right. have no idea how it's going to unfold, right? And I think sometimes you can end up chasing points like that, lose a few points in the process by chasing, and then you get down later in the, the game and you go, damn, we're down by two points or a field goal. And I want to go, yeah, but good thing you went for four two with 12 minutes left in the third quarter you know so uh, i don't understand that i'm with you there but again that's the new age thing aggressive 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 and nobody can question you on it but overall i mean it was a good game plan that's a good defense they're not super talented up there but they're super well coached and they took some of what the chargers did and infused it into their game plan a little bit i think that gave some issues and you know, the, my only complaint with McDaniel, and he's phenomenal, like you said, it just even in that game, they just don't give up on the run too quickly. Uh, they're, they're getting better and better yes. at running the ball. And it's yes. only going to open up all the other things that they want to do. And th- this was a game, again, it was better from the rushing standpoint, but there were still a few drives where I was like, damn, you just went up the middle for eight. You just went up the middle for ten, and then we threw the ball three times in a row. Uh, that's about the only flaw I see of that group there. And they're still going to be dangerous if they get in the playoffs. 
I agree. To McDaniel's credit, we talked about some adjustments he had to make after San Diego, after San Francisco. He seemed to make those. Like running the football is one of those adjustments he had to make, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I see I see those adjustments. You know, They'll continue to adjust to figure out how teams are playing them, the San Diego adjustment. The other thing they did in the game that I think is interesting is they had a few snaps where they doubled both Waddle and Tyreek Hill. And, there, and it messed them up a little bit with the motions and movement to where they busted a few coverages and left other guys open or uncovered because they couldn't figure out, wait, who's got who and who's got what? So that's that's another element that I think they're going to be able to use to their advantage if teams are going to try to do that. And they can make things hard by formations and motions that way on that. And then even the defense, Dugats, you yeah. know, I, it, it, it's, it's, it, it's, it's being less – crazy aggressive it's not quite there yet but it is you know it was another game just like we talked about the running game where the defense i want to go ah i love aggressive but there's a few plays here where your front four is going to get there no matter what that's not a great old line don't don't give him the one-on-one blitz chance and all that stuff but uh i think they'll get back on track this week and i'd be shocked if they don't you know control the game against the packers and kind of win comfortably Really? Because, like, to me, it's a, it's like a, it's like a tricky game. Well, it is Rogers, tricky. Yeah, it's a tricky game. So, but you think the Dolphins will be fine? Like, I, I'm nervous because just because number twelve's coming in, you know. I I hear that, and and, and I, you know, that's where we all got to get this. Like, we're scared of number twelve up in Tampa, and then and, and, and Green Bay. It's just gonna be like we got to be a little like ah, they're not that much to be scared about anymore. They're uh-huh. they're it's a different. We got to kind of work that out of our mindset. But here, here is one little thing, and I think it just goes to what we were just talking about, Stu Gods, where um, I, they'll have a plan for the quick passes and the RPOs and the fact that you guys are great at man-to-man down there in Miami. That'll stop that stuff. The, the only thing I'm scared of, one thing, is you play man-to-man too much on that number nine at receiver, Watson. I mean – He's the fastest guy they're going to play this year, other than the the, the guy that's on their team already. Right, Watson. The guy they have. Right, right. <laughs> so they got to be ready because this is that kind of speed. You get in the face of this guy, he will run by you, and he's can fly. He's six four. That's where I just worry about it a little. That would be the one thing I'd go. If they're too aggressive, he will start throwing the ball and the fades and the go routes, and that could be trouble. I'm glad you brought up Watson because holy shit. I know he had the drop first play of the season, basically, and there were big expectations for him. But sometimes you could just tell that dude is good, Chris. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. He's a freak show. Yeah. He's a freak show. And I think, you know, he's to be that big. I don't think people realize maybe until Monday night when Troy Aikman and Joe Buck kind of explained it. That he's 6'4, he's over 210 pounds, right? And then to be able to run like that, uh, yeah, I think he's got superstar. And his future, it's where I almost look at Aaron Rodgers and go, you know, I know there's a thought maybe he walks away after the year, but damn, at the same time, he's got to be going, wait, between him and Dobbs, 87, I I got a duo there going to be dangerous next year, and we we could do something. So we'll see where that goes. But, yeah, Watson, he's looking like he's going to be a superstar. He really does. You notice how Billy, it's been odd. Billy been very quiet during the uh, Tua discussion. I don't, uh, Chris, what's going on? <laughs> I don't know. You know, it's right. maybe he's thrown off because I didn't, you know, I, I gave him some praise and said he did some good things. And he doesn't know odd. what to do when I say that. It is <laughs> odd, but I, I, it's more like, I don't want to say I'm mourning because I feel like that's too extreme. But like, 
They robbed two of the Pro Bowl, Chris. What they did to him was just a travesty. Got the fan vote most most out of everybody and didn't make the Pro Bowl. It's a travesty. What's the point of voting? What is this? (laughs) Well, you got some percentage there, but they got to protect themselves against the idiots and the mafias of the world. And that's what we have with Tua. (laughs) It shows you how powerful his online backing is. Pardon? And thank God the players and the coaches (laughs) saved the day. I mean, thank God. Holy shit. I mean, come on. Get out of here. Mess with the integrity of the flag football game that is the Pro Bowl this year. (laughs) Why do you want to see Tua play dodgeball so badly? Well, he's not going to be eligible because they're going to be in the Super Bowl, so it doesn't matter. (laughs) Okay, I like it. I like it. He's back. He's back. He's throwing punches now, baby. (laughs) And Mikey A, what the f*** are you laughing at? (laughs) That it's Geno Smith, Kirk Cousins, and Jalen Hurts in the NFC. (laughs) (laughs) That is a Amazing. That's amazing. Gino made a Pro Bowl before Tua. <laughs> I told you it happened. I told you. Put that damn yeah. snarky-ass Instagram and tweet you had out about, you know, oh, yeah, is Gino better than Tua? Wow. Yeah, doesn't look like Tua can do the things Gino can. Gino can go to the Pro Bowl. Mm. Tua can. That's how you alley-oop Chris Sims. <laughs> Boom. Thank you, Mikey A. You're the man. Ha! Zach Wilson's back. Ah, oh, there it is. Way to, way to sprint away from it. <laughs> Billy, you have the argument enter. They're going to the Super Bowl. You're good. Like, that's it. They're going to the Super Bowl. Just stay right there. You'll be fine. Chris, how much of a drop-off do you expect there to be from Jalen Hurts to Gardner Minshew? They're not going to be as good, but it ain't going to be a huge drop-off. I'm picking right. the Eagles to win the game still this week. Damn. I, I, you know, I mean, this is a great team. And, and again... I just want everybody to know, like, Jalen Hurts deserves to be in the MVP conversation. I don't think he should be the MVP, but he's certainly in the conversation, and I get that. And I'm the son of a guy who the father was, you know, on a great team and got hurt, and then they went and won the Super Bowl, you know. And he was the number one rated quarterback in football when he got hurt. A lot like Jalen Hurts. So, again, there's a real good team here. And would the quarterback run game and stuff like that be the the same? Absolutely not. We know that. But he's still mobile. The read option might be a thing. And he is a good thrower. You know, when he came in last year against the Jets at the end of the season and the Jets were playing some pretty good defense down the stretch, I mean, he tore them apart. He just surgically dissected them. So that's where, again, that's, that's been my point with Hurts. He's really good. But it's a damn good team, and it's hard to have the right answers. And the Cowboys are going to have to load the box and play man-to-man and worry about being overpowered, and he's going to have some advantageous looks in the passing game. So I expect them to be fine with him. Chris Sims with us, BFD, Mike Florio on Peacock, Everyday Football Night in America, Sunday Night Football uh, on your pregame, uh, Unbuttoned Podcast as well. Put us where you were when the Patriots decided they were going to act like the Jets. Like, put oh, us there. my gosh. <laughs> I was getting ready to rehearse a little segment for, you know, football night in America. Yeah. And literally, they're like, all right, here we go. We're going to rehearse it in five. And I'm watching because we got the games up on a big board. And they went five, four. And I went, holy shit. And I ran off the set. And I was telling Dungy and Jason Garrett, I was like, Look at that shit. Look what they just did. And, you know, it was like the most unbelievable moment ever. A Bill Belichick team does something that dumb? I mean, I never would have thought that. 
I blame, uh, is it Stevenson, the running back? Because he set, he set the wheels in motion there. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. I don't blame the wide receiver. Like, like <laughs> all of a sudden, he gets the ball, and he's like, oh, shit, we're doing a thing. I got to do a thing. What do I do with the ball? I'm about to get tackled. What the f*** did he think Mac Jones was going to do if he got the ball, by the way? Right. I, I blame I, Stevenson. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I, you know, I feel bad for a guy who's he's been a team guy and done a lot of things right, Jacoby Myers. But when he made that quote, like, hey, I guess I was, I saw Mac open and I thought he was, I was going to try to be a hero. <laughs> I wanted to be like, it's Mac f***ing Jones. He was going to run for seven more yards and then have to pitch it himself. It wasn't like you were throwing it to Justin Fields and you're like, he's going to break it up the sidelines for 60 here. <laughs> I just, it is, it's remarkable. And my favorite thing that I got such a kick out on Monday is rewinding the play and watching the reaction of the Patriots sideline on film and on TV. It's amazing. You got to go back and watch all the coaches. It's amazing. It's unbelievable. And uh, it just, I, I got a kick out of that. What do you do if you're the commanders here? Uh, do you stick with uh, Heineke or, or Carson Wentz? What happened? What, what do you, I, think? you stick with, you stick with Heineke. Uh, I, I wouldn't be ready to, to rip that cord yet. I mean, I, I actually found that, it's kind of surprising that Ron Rivera went there in that conversation yeah, a little same. bit. Yep. You know, um, it's a pretty good winning streak with now a tie and a loss. And you know, I think the the big thing is is they know he's not the future. I think that's kind of what happens too. And Heineke, uh, scrapper, and he's clutch. He's got ice in his veins. But you know what I try to tell people sometimes in those ice in his veins big moments, they're like, I want to go. Yeah, but they should have been up by like 14 points already, but he missed a bunch of throws and did a few things that he shouldn't have done, and that's why he had to have ice in his veins to come back and win the game, right? So there's a little bit of that, but um, yeah, leave some plays on the field, and then I think when he turns it over, Ron Rivera just goes, wait, we run the ball, and we got a pretty good defense. You know, we, we, we can win if we just don't turn it over, and you know he's been messing that up a little bit. Uh, the Titans feel like, well, I'll just ask it this way. Do they need to uh, part ways with Brian Tannehill? I don't think they need to part ways. I think they need to give him a little help. Yeah. You know, I don't think it's a necessity. Hmm. I don't. You know, again, let's not forget. I mean, they were in the AFC Championship game up 17-7. to yep. And Magic Man struck again, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I mean, so... You know, they've been the number one seed. They lost in the wild card one year. It's never going to be Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes. But that's not what they want. Yeah, it's good enough. And that's they don't want to play that way anyways. They want to run the ball, be smart. And, hey, we'll get some play action deep passes and hit those. And he's really good at that. You know, and I think Malik Willis has the talent to be the future. I don't know if he'll be ready next year. But, no, my big thing would be is, like, can we get another receiver there? You know, them trading away AJ Brown, yeah. I, I still think is a big part of the reason why John Robinson, the GM, got fired a few weeks ago. I think that was kind of the jump-off spot for, you know, the disengagement of him and Vrabel's relationship. Can you remember a time where a conference has has had this many good quarterbacks? AFC right now: Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, Herbert, Lamar Jackson, Tua. I'll throw him in there. But like Chris, any one of those guys can win a Super Bowl. Lamar Jackson, it took me six, five names before I got to the former MVP. The oh, AFC yeah. is loaded. This could, this is going to be so much fun where you could potentially have Herbert versus Burrow and Mahomes versus Allen in the semifinals. I know. Right? That's, yeah. that, that's what I would love to see. I'd, I'd love to see that. Or substitute Lamar for one of them if he can get healthy or whatever. 
Yes. But I, I don't remember it ever being like this, ever. Nuts. I mean, Nuts. you know, you can go back to the mid-'80s a little bit with Elway, Marino, Jim Kelly, Boomer Esiason, you know, but but it kind of ended there. I mean, am I leaving anybody out at that time? I don't, I don't think, think so. so. I think no. those were the studs yeah. of the – but but this is like like you're saying. We're going to have, like, great quarterbacks at home on the couch, I not know. in the playoffs. I know. That's where it's crazy. And crazy. I love the fact that it's like the quarterbacks and then the NFC has got the teams where that'll be fun if we get in the Super Bowl and it's that. Because yes. I look at Philly and Dallas and – the 49ers to not be quarterback centric, to be like, we're going to play team football. And then most of the teams you talked about there in the AFC, it is about the quarterback and they play the game through, through that, through that position. PFT with Mike Florio every day on Peacock football night in America, Sunday night football. Um, they have the bucks and the cards uh, coming up this Sunday night uh, on button podcast as well at C Sims QB on Twitter. We appreciate it, man. Happy holidays to you and your family. Merry Christmas. Um, you want to wish Billy, Mikey A, I mean, especially Billy. You beat him up pretty good. You want to? Uh, you I know, know but you, you know, know I love him. Merry it's Christmas, good, happy yeah. holidays, happy Hanukkah, whatever it is you celebrate. I mean, enjoy it, have fun, man. This is awesome. Yes. Big question for me is, can I put the gifts out with my wife on Christmas Eve? I got a little six-year run of. Uh, passing out from being too drunk and too high to where I don't help the wife out. So we'll see if I can end that streak this year. Keep it going. It's the greatest streak in sports. I, I agree. I think I'll, I'll offer Traditions don't get broken. Exactly. Seventh consecutive year of being too high and too drunk. Yes. Boom. Where's where where's Christopher? Oh, he snuck away and he's passed out in the other room. That, that's what I've been doing. Dad of the year. <laughs> yep. You know it. Boom. We love you, buddy. Have a great uh, holiday and a great weekend. And uh, we'll we'll catch up with you next week. All right, sounds good. Love you guys. Enjoy. Yo, what's up? What's going on? We're laughing at your uh, the Chargers video they put out for the Pro Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> we were just going to start a campaign for you and found out that fan voting's over, so that campaign was very short-lived. Uh, all good. My favorite part is if you go to the very last part of it, it says it's like in partnership with Coalition of Short Kings and something about fantasy, <laughs> something about fantasy football. How many of your teams are still alive in the fantasy playoffs? Did you make it in all your leagues? Oh, no, that's not a good base. One out of really? six. Really? One out of One six? Out, I got knocked out of two yesterday. Oh. Um, man, the flipping. So I had one that was so close. I was up by like five points. And this guy had, uh, Michael Fabiano had the Green Bay Packers defense. And I think they scored seven. Um, so was, he posted that check. score on Twitter. I saw that. He's, he said some very nice things about you going oh. on to win some fantasy championships in the future. Oh, it was tragic, man. It's tragic. Uh, I needed to catch a touchdown from Justin Herbert. Uh, he was my quarterback in that, and I, did, I didn't get that done. You don't know the score while the game's going on, but if you had, would you have asked Herbert, hey, <laughs> no. hook me up, I need a so, touchdown here. So the Packers played on Monday. I was relying on the Rams offense, which is all over the place right now, and uh, yeah, it didn't, uh, didn't end up happening. Right. Are you okay, I mean, by the way? Like, how's your shoulder? Oh, yeah. Shoulder, yeah, it's it's all right, man. It's just banged up, just week 15, just accumulation of hits to the, to the body. Um Things just they don't have time to heal properly all the way, so it just kind of lingers. And then if you re-agitate it, it's just like ah, 
you know, and then you got to go sit on the sideline. And I'm just like, all right, pain. And the pain just like slowly drops off. And then you're like, all right, get back in there. Austin, what happens under the blue tent? We were all very worried about you. And I'm wondering what happens under that blue tent? Some you know? intense questioning. Um, actually funny story about that, but, um, for what happened under this blue tent, they test you for concussions, right? So they go through these tests. They have like, look at your eyes. They ask you like who we played last week. They ask you uh, these set questions. Um, they didn't ask me one question that I got asked. I think in my second year, I went into the tent and they asked me to say, uh, which I'm going to challenge you right now, right? Here you go. You okay. we just went to the blue tent. All right. List the months of the year backwards. Oh shit. Uh, Okay. December, November, October, September, August, July, June, May, April, March, February, January. Well done. Well done. Yes. Well done. Yes. No so, yeah, that's so That was like a DUI stop. I was well, hoping you had a like. concussion. <laughs> you're good. You're good to play. Uh, so those are the things like things like that where you're like playing football and all of a sudden you're getting asked these questions. You're like – I think I forgot September, so they didn't let me go back in oh. uh, after that game. <laughs> yeah, but that could just be an honest mistake. It it doesn't could, mean yeah, no, I'm just like backwards. Like, what do you mean backwards? Oh, and next, the alphabet. Go. Oh, and, uh, God. Backwards. Uh, right. Yes, backwards. Yes. <laughs> what was your reaction when they asked you that? Were you like, what the fuck? Yeah, I was like, I was not expecting. I was like, wait a minute, what? I was like, right. The month, like, and I was thinking, I'm like, what? And yeah, so maybe I was concussed then. So it's probably a good thing uh, they had that test and I didn't go back in. Hey, congratulations. If the season ended today and it doesn't, uh, but you know, three games remaining, you guys are a playoff team, man. That's hey, you got to be super pumped about that. We're, we're doing some th good things here. You know, we still love to use every minute of the game to make it interesting, which isn't always, you know, easiest on the mental and the stress levels, but we're, we're winning the games. That's what matters. Um, and yeah, we're in the playoffs right now. So we're in the situation where we control our own fate. Just got to win out and then uh, we'll secure that spot. But for us, always one at a time. You can never overlook anybody in this league. As you've seen, these past couple games have been insane throughout the NFL. As you guys are sitting there right on the cuffs, you're just in the playoffs. Are you looking at a team like the Bucks sitting at like six and eight and being like, how come they get to get in? Like, do you think that we need to reshuffle how we do this whole playoff? <laughs> you know, I, I was thinking about that. I was like, dang, this is kind of interesting. It's like you have a, like our division over here in the AFC where it's like ultra competitive. There's a bunch of six and eight teams that are still actually like can win and get in. We have, a, you know, all these uh, seven and seven and six or what, eight and six, whatever it is. Um, we're like tight seven and seven, I guess. And and then you have the Bucks over here, six and eight. They're winning the division. It's, it's kind of strange, but it's just one of those weird things that plays out of how we rank our, our playoffs. You have a good path. You have the Colts, you have the Rams, and you have the Broncos left. Like you should be able to get this done. Look, you can't. You can't be naive. Don't jinx them. You're not getting. You're not getting Austin. You're not getting no, Austin. No Austin, way. remember, you're talking you're to a dolphin. No way, Austin, man. you're talking to a dolphin fan who's competing with you for a wild card spot. Just so yeah. you know. So look at last year. We're like we're going. Well, we just got to win a couple more games out of our last like three or four, and we're in the playoffs. We go to play the Texans that are won like one game the entire season. We get like. A few guys on COVID, we go out there, we lose to the Texans. Now we're playing, we're hanging on for our life, playing in a playoff game basically at the end of the year versus the Raiders. Whoever wins is in. Um, and so, yeah, I, I refuse to ever think, okay, yeah, this team is a little bit worse than us record-wise, so we could beat them. Like, nah, that's not how you go into these. 
Well, not looking in your favor, uh, our show has a perceived curse around it. And last year we had Frank Reich on and all he had to do was win one of his last two games and ended up losing both of them and they missed the playoffs. So I feel like we're not cursed, but maybe we are. Nah, you can't be cursed. Mm. Well, what if I told you we had Frank on again twice this year and then he got fired? Yeah. Then he might be cursed. <laughs> we also had Marcus Freeman on, and then he ended up. Yo, you're winning him. games since you started talking to us, though, Austin. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. You know, uh, what's that? Another man's trash is another man's treasure, kind of thing. You know, who knows? Yeah. Herbert had another one of those throws. I mean, he has them every week, but that thing to Mike Williams as he's rolling out to the right. Yeah, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, just yeah. tell us about it. like. Like you're there, you're so great at putting us in the game. What were you thinking when he was doing that? That so was crazy. We got we got 40 seconds left, right? So yeah. we need some we need some chunks, man. Like we got to get this thing. We have no timeouts. We're out of bounds, or we're spiking the ball immediately. And so right now, like okay, let's get some plays going. We rip out to Mike for like 10 yards. Okay, that's good for the Chargers. We're moving down. We still got about 50 yards to go. Boom. Next play, rip out to uh, Gerald Everett. He gets us another nine. And it's like okay, now we got like 20 seconds left. All right. Like we got to we got to ch- get a chunk. We have a scramble, and here comes Herb. Like I always say, man, this man's gonna give you a chance. Scrambling to the right, or it's roll out. He's not scrambling. He's rolling out to the right. And I mean, if I'm him too, I'm also throwing it to Mike Williams, who's just a huge <laughs> body that goes yeah. up and gets it, slings it like on the run, just a dot, like two yards in bounds. Mike comes up with it, and uh, yeah, like I said, man, that guy's gonna give you a chance, and that's. Things like that, like we see, like you said, you know, it's consistent with him because he's just an amazing player. But it just gets you excited to continue to play with this guy and continue to play football around him because it's like, yeah, as long as I'm here, like we're going to have fun. We're going to be in a chance. We're going to have these these playoff type of seasons where we can have a chance to go and do something special. So shout out to Jay Herb. I was thinking about this the other day, like the AFC, the playoff picture, Austin. I'm not certain in the history of the league. We have ever had better quarterbacks stacked up in one conference than what you're about to go through uh, this year than we have right now. Because in the, the NFC is weird. It's got Jalen Hurts, and he might be the MVP, and it's got Kirk Cousins. But they're not great quarterbacks, at least not yet in the, in the case of Jalen. In the AFC, holy shit, man. It is Herbert, Josh Allen. It is uh, Patrick Mahomes, it's Joe Burrow, and I didn't even get to Lamar Jackson yet. Like, what a gauntlet that's going to be, man. Yeah, man. It, it's ultra competitive over here. Um, and that's why you see all of our, our, you know, our standings. Like, a lot of teams got wins. Like, there's a lot yeah. of teams in the hunt. You know, that, that hunt, you know, picture is really big. You know, we have a few games left. We'll see how it plays out. Um, but that's what you're going to get when you have a, a competitive uh, side of the bracket, right, with the guys that have – the capabilities to give you a chance, right? That that's why we give so much money to these quarterbacks, right? Because we need you you need one if you're going to try to make a, a run that's going to be sustainable. Um, and so yeah, yeah, we're very fortunate to go where I am anyway to go from Philip Rivers to Justin Herbert. It's like wow, I, I've been blessed in that position. Uh, how would you evaluate your performance last week? You're you're great with this. Oh, so I'm interested. You man. scored another touchdown, yet you're going to sit here and tell us you didn't play well. I know you are. Yeah, yeah. There's some, there's some missed opportunities that I had. I had one. I had a ball get doinked off my head. That's never good. Um, right. I don't know if you ever if you guys saw that, but you I just. Did. I what yeah yeah that's that's an L that's an L for Austin you know minus one. <laughs> if you caught it, maybe you would have won some of your fantasy games. Right, right exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, things like that. There's some runs that you know if I would have stayed a little bit more patient, I think I got a little bit too uh, caught up in my anticipated um, blocking rules. Like, okay, I'm I'm seeing the leverage of the defense. The backers are pushed over. I think I'm going to be cutting back right here, where it's like 
okay, there's a pre-snap read and then there's a post-snap a feel, right? You kind of feel how everything's going. You read it as it's going out. And so there's a couple of things that got a little antsy on that should have been better runs. Uh, we didn't have a bad run uh, day on the ground, but it could have been better. And then obviously my flipping shoulder thing, yeah. you know, if I can ev- evade that, you know, I'd probably get another touchdown there, which, which, you know, shout out to Josh, got it in there. Um, but um, yeah, so those, those few things there is definitely uh, things that I'm critiquing myself on, you know, had some good play, got in the end zone. That's great, but could have been better. Who's been a great mentor to you? Because we spoke to Antonio Gates. He was undrafted as well. He was a basketball player and then undrafted. Yeah. Is he a guy that was has been sort of a mentor to you or a friend to you in, in any sort of capacity? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. I remember my rookie year because we played together uh, for two years. Uh, people forget that. Like right. Gates, played, Gates played 16 years. Whew. I, I I'm in year six. It's funny. So I'm in year six. And he's like, yeah, man, when I was in year six, I was like, he was thinking the same thing. I'm thinking, all right, three more years. I got three more years and I'll be done. And then he gets those three and then he just keeps going. So I'm like, oh, okay, maybe there's going to be a theme with me too. <laughs> um, but I remember my rookie year, man, I think I forgot who we were playing. And I, I finally got into the, well, I got into the game. I had been playing a little bit more than usual later in the season. And I remember I fumbled the ball, man. I fumbled, the, it was my first NFL fumble. Felt so bad. I remember him just coming up to me and he's like, look, man, I'm in the same situation. I know how you feel like undrafted after you have all this pressure on you to perform so you can keep your job uh but he's like like don't don't let that i remember him that we were actually like just got done taking a pee um this this is how, how vividly i remember this and he's like yeah man um it's all good like he's like i still get nervous every single every single game he's like that's how much i care i know this is a, a big deal for us so um just give me words of wisdom and then more so this the story right and just the story of an undrafted guy that has continued to keep the same mindset through his his uh, journey and then even after football as well it's like hey you got everything to prove right kind of took the stairs had to build and continue to build to prove yourself and earn trust from people in the community and the in the team so that type of story is really what motivates me um, and what I really gravitate towards um, in people. Are you maintaining you would not have remembered that story if you weren't uh, you know peeing together? I mean- <laughs> <laughs> no, but I just remember we were just at the urinals. I just got done taking a pee, man. Well, no, we ask that all the time. Like, how do you feel about a guy, like, like the chatty guy at the urinal? How do you feel about that? But I guess you're okay with it. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't mind. You know, I don't mind. You know, when you're in a locker room, you're around a lot of guys all the time. You know, there's guys walking to showers and towels. And, like, you just, you just get comfortable around each other, I would say. Right. Who's the guy who just doesn't give a f- in the locker room? Like, there's always an old that's guy me. when you go to. That's, no, that's definitely me. Like, I'll, <laughs> like, I'll walk to the shower, you know, right. you know, butt naked. Like, I, yeah, yeah, you know, I'll do some DC. I'll cover myself up a little bit, but I, I honestly don't care. Whatever. I'm I'm going to take a shower. Is this because, like, you're like in shape? Like, when you start getting older, you feel like that's going to change at all or no? I, I, I have no idea. I don't know. I just, I just, I've always kind of been that way. Just kind of just open and free. I guess. Like gravity is your friend now, but it won't be in the future. So like then do things change? Potentially, potentially. <laughs> to be determined. Speaking of fumbles. <laughs> you sleep naked, don't you? I mean, you do. Uh, no, that's a different story. I, I, really? I, I, don't, I don't sleep naked. I don't sleep naked. I can't. Okay. I get, I get too uncomfortable. Like I feel like too many, yeah, cold sheets. You know, I'm also like, I'd be worried honestly. Like I don't sleep naked either, Austin. It's another thing we have in common. I'm worried that like bugs would like crawl inside of me. You know what I mean? What? Do you do you wash your sheets? Yeah, but I mean, ah! what if there's like a spider or something? No, you know have what you mean? ever like seen a bug in your in your sheets or in your no, bed? No, but I, like, I'm not on. awake all night. Come on. 
<laughs> oh man, <laughs> Austin, you're. I imagine you doing laundry, like attacking laundry. Like, I mean, you attack days, don't you? <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely, I attack the days. Um, luckily, yeah. my girlfriend does all my laundry. Shout out to Mel. Get okay. the laundry done. Yes, we need to meet Mel at some point. You know. Yes. Yes. Right. See how all she right. puts up with me. Does it bother Austin Eckler at all that uh, you work during the holidays? Like, do, do you get to enjoy Christmas like the rest of us? Like, does <laughs> yeah. that? How does that work? You're talking to a guy who who loves to work, so yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> it, right? Maybe it bothers me if I get taken away from the holidays because uh, I don't get to go work. <laughs> well, right. you you got a break this year. You're playing on the 26th, so you miss both Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. So I know I'll be on a plane. You know, ones. I'll be on a plane. A break. Oh, wow. <laughs> you got a break, <laughs> Billy. We have to get him a Christmas <laughs> present. We should do that. He sent us such a nice card. We should probably get him a Christmas present. Send, send uh, him an autographed photo of you two guys. <laughs> yeah, okay. that'd be, that would be epic. That'd be uh, some. Yeah, that'd you want an autographed picture of me? You also tried that. Yeah, that'd be good. All right, how that about Billy? You want one of Billy too, right? That would be the only time anyone has ever sent me an autographed picture of themselves from, <laughs> from a media outlet. <laughs> I'm going to send it to you. Billy. <laughs> I'm going to send it to you because I care about you. Billy is hoping that you guys choke against the Colts. I want the That's God bless cool. football holiday calendar. Where, where's the Christmas calendar? You want a God bless football hat? I can send you one. Oh, yes. Other. Yes. We're, yeah, let's go. Let's yeah, get we got a listener make them for us. No, no calendars? We'll no. get you a count. I'll work we'll on a calendar. a calendar. It might not be a God bless football calendar, but <laughs> you'll be six of the months, but we'll get you a calendar. <laughs> oh, nice. nice. <laughs> All right, man. Well, Merry Merry Christmas to you and to uh and to your family, buddy. Uh Thank happy you. holidays. I know Likewise. you'd rather be working and you get to be working. I'm working. We're, we're yeah. work and play at this point, right? This is this is what I love to do. Like I yes. was talking to someone today, they're like, Hey, you got a busy off day? I'm like, Yes, like because if I if it wasn't busy, I'd be trying to make it busy. And so I've built it up right. where it's like Let's get in there. Let's hang out with some cool people, make some cool content, and uh, build stuff when we're all done with that. So good stuff. You're going to be unable to enjoy retirement. I can tell already. Like you just, well, <laughs> I just no, maybe you honestly, will because enjoying it is just keeping yourself busy. I guess. I'm yes. wondering what vacation is like for you. Like I feel like you go in there with a plan for every day if you go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I do. So I went to Dubai with with Mel, and I had something planned out the entire time. I was like, we had a regimen. Like we were, hey, we're going to hot air ballooning. We're going to ride camels. We're going out to the desert this day. Like we're going to get stuff done um even though it's play but we're right. gonna we're gonna play at the maximum uh, capacity does sit at the pool have a drink and close your no. eyes ever ever no, arrive no. on on the list no no because no. i feel like i'm hard to have like a not necessarily a conversation with but i think the things that i'm interested in as far as like when i'm talking in my free time when it's like casual is work Right. And so it's like I have a hard time relating to people because I just want to talk about like the things that I'm building, which isn't always relatable to mo- to 99% of people. Hey, get out of here. We appreciate the time as always, yeah. man. Um, happy holidays to you. Happy holidays to your family. Good luck. This, uh, good luck this weekend. Anything you want to promote on the way out? Fantasy show? Anything going on? No. Next week, though. Hey, get ready. I have experienced my app. I'm probably going to be available for people to come and interact if you want to get something signed. We'll talk more about it next week. I'm okay, um, super excited about uh, experience coming out. All right. Awesome, dude. We will talk about it next week. I want to talk about your vacation, too. I, w- <laughs> I oh, yeah. want to talk about the camels, the hot air balloon. I have a story for you where I got stuck in a tree in a hot air balloon, well, but I'll share it with you next week. You I can share mine, too, because we, we had a crash landing. So, uh, Oh, shit. What? Okay. Yeah, we'll talk, we'll talk about that. <laughs> yeah. What a great tease. Holy shit. All right. See you, boys. Two hot air balloon stories. <laughs> right, Austin, get out of here. Good luck this weekend, man. Yep, thanks. 
Let's get to things right now. Chris Gronkowski is called in. Mojo's here. K-Funk is here. Carl Douglas is here. Java is here. Java got his Eli Manning. But Chris Gronkowski is on a party bus. Uh, Chris, what are you doing? Fill us in. Who are you bringing on? Yeah, so I got a guest here today. Way, way, way more hype than Mojo. Way more jacked. Gets way more ladies than Mojo. And uh, he's got a special message for Mojo today. Who is it? <laughs> we got Ronos with us. Ronos! Yo, yo, Mojo. I hear you've been talking a little smack, Jack. And I think since you just got made, you're a little bit soft. So you need to grab your balls and head on over to the iShaker facility so we can get you back on track, Jack. Let's go! <laughs> What's up, Mojo? All right, hold on, hold on. A Look at him shrieking! Hey, <laughs> hey, Ro. Favorite wrestler, because you know, besides Hulk Hogan, obviously. Yeah. Well, Ro, I'm I'm about to be your your number one favorite wrestler in a second. Has has Chris Gronkowski paid you money for that promo? Because he should be no, paying you for this. I mm-hmm. just came to bust your balls. <laughs> <laughs> Love him. <laughs> Hey, Chris, if, if you're not going to pay the man cash, we need to get him on a ref split. He needs a percentage of all ice shaker sales. Mojo, perhaps you're misunderstanding the kid. The kid is saying his payment is the ability to break your f-ing stones, and that's it. That's all he wants. I mean, he's, he's still a kid. Calm down. I'm, I'm sticking up for the kid here. We're not leaving him out to dry like this. I'd like to point out something, and I, I hope uh, Child Protective Services is listening, but we have Chris making children do free unpaid advertisement on a while bus. forcing them to be on a freezing cold bus with no heat on this is just <laughs> terrible you know that's a labor labor. violation that's a labor violation there labor you go violation. Oh, three of them, I see. oh no here's what here's what mo knows is we got carl douglas on the call ro if you need litigation services you got a, you got a pro here. i'll represent the kid for free who is Ro? Yo, Ro's the man. You don't know Ro? Ro knows wrestling. Ro knows. Check out IG Ro knows wrestling. Multiple viral hits on there. Drop the right. promo better than Mojo. Wait, is Ro going to stick around and make picks here, Chris? Ro, you wanted to make some picks? Yeah, we got to get going though, because uh. All right. He's he's right. uh. The school day. I got, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the school day. He's just got to play football or what? Seems reckless. He knows wrestling. He knows everything. He said he's going to bring Hogan on next week. Okay. Get out of here. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get to it. The games this week. Here are the records. Last week, K-Funk, 4-1. Mojo, 2-3. Jabba's Coin, 2-3. Carl Douglas, 3-2. Chris Gronkowski, I love you, Carl, 3-2. And And Grace was 3-2. For the season, okay, Antonio Torver's in the lead at 3-2. K-Funk, 44-30-2. Jabba, 35-39-2. Chris, 32-42-2. Mojo, 30-44-2. Carl Douglas, 20-30. Grace, 3-7. That's that's where we're at right now. All right, let's go uh, to the first game here. Uh, Giants at Vikings. Vikings minus 4.5. Who are you taking here, Mojo? Give me the Vikes. Let's go to uh, Chris Gronkowski. Chris, Vikings minus four and a half. Who you taking? I'll go Vikings here, too. All right. Ro, who you taking here? Vikings minus four and a half. Vikings. Excellent. K-Funk, who you going with? Vikings minus four and a half against the Giants. 
Greatest comeback in the history of NFL. Let down game. Giants. Give me the Giants. Let's go to uh, Carl Douglas, who's 20 and 30. I love you. <laughs> I keep pointing that out. <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to go against K Funk, but I'm taking the Vikings too. That's Shit. the only way. To, uh, I mean, you gotta do it. You gotta gain ground. <laughs> All right, here we go, Jabba. Heads, Giants, Tails, Vikings. Flip it. Heads. All right. You have the Giants. We go on to uh, the next game. Uh, I am going to you first, Carl Douglas. The Saints at the Browns. The Browns are minus three at home taking on the New Orleans Saints. Carl Douglas, who you taking? I'm going with the Browns, and I'm giving up the points. Let's go to K-Funk. K-Funk, who do you like here? I'm taking the Saints on this one. All right, Mojo, who you going with here? Browns minus three. Just write down opposite Carl Douglas for me, please. That a boy. Mojo knows how to do this, man. That's that's how you do it, Mojo. It's almost I like somebody should call me the spread master or something like that. <laughs> almost, yeah. Let's go to Roe. Roe, who are you taking here? Browns minus three. Browns, baby. Yeah, baby. Let's go to Chris Gronkowski. Chris, who are you taking? I got to go with Roe on that. I'm going Browns. All right. Browns minus three. Job, are you ready to go? Head Saints. Tails Browns. Flip it. Tails. All right. You have the Cleveland Browns. I like that, uh, Java. Let's go to uh, Commanders at 49ers. Pretty good game. Sneaky, important game here. 49ers minus seven with Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy minus seven at home. Let's go to row first. Row 49ers minus seven. Take it on the Commanders. Who you taking? Commanders. All right. Chris Gronkowski, who you going with? I'm taking the points. I'm with them. All right, taking the points. Uh, let's go to K-Funk. Who are you going with? San Fran and the Commanders. This is, this is probably the toughest game. I'm going to go with – I'm going to take the Niners on this one. Let's go to Mojo. Mojo, minus seven. Not, you, want, you want me to go to Carl and you just go oppo? No, because I'm going to go opposite K-Funk on this one. Just right opposite <laughs> Funk. All right, let's go to Carl Douglas. Who are you taking? San Francisco, minus seven. Commanders. I got to go against K-Funk. I'm taking the Commanders, too. That a boy. Java, heads, commanders, tails, 49ers. Heads. All right, you have the uh, the commanders. We move along here. The Cowboys, the game of the week, I guess, or it was until Jalen Hurts got hurt. Gardner Minshew will be playing quarterback. Cowboys, minus six, at home, taking on the Eagles. We'll go to K-Funk first here. K-Funk, who are you going with? Give me the six. I'm taking the Eagles. Let's go to uh, Carl Douglas. Carl Douglas, who are you going with? Give me the six. I'm taking the Eagles. You're taking the Eagles. Wow. Roe, who are you going with? Eagles and Cowboys. Cowboys minus six. Cowboys are going down, Jack, and that's a fact. <laughs> Roe, you better be back here next week. I don't care about school. You hear me? <laughs> yep. Okay, good. Chris, who are you taking? I'm going to go Cowboys here. Mojo, who are you going with? Chris is such a douche. I was gonna say, I was gonna say opposite everyone, and then Chris said to ruin it with that. You gotta like stick with these themes, man. All right, here's 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 my problem right now is I don't know if I should say opposite everyone but Chris or just opposite Chris. Um, and I guess what I'm gonna have to do here is just go. I hate to say it, but. I'm going to go opposite Chris because there's no way I'm going to be on the same team as a deflated sissy who really desperately needs the gym and wow. brings on friends to sabotage me on the show. So let me just stay on my side of the fence here. Are you taking the Eagles? I, I don't know. I don't know who everyone picked. I'm going opposite <laughs> Chris. 
<laughs> All right, Java. Heads, Eagles, tails, Cowboys. Heads. All right, you have the uh, the Eagles. Final game here, Packers-Dolphins, minus three and a half. We go to uh, Carl Douglas first. Carl, who are you taking? I've been flipping back and forth about tough this. tough game. Yeah. The point is- spread has just gone down. I think the Dolphins need it more. I'm going with the Dolphins. Let's go to Chris Gronkowski. I want to get Roe to school. Chris, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll go with uh, I'll go with the Dolphins here. Okay, you're taking the Dolphins. Roe, who are you taking, man? Aaron Rodgers doesn't have any balls. I'm going to go with the Dolphins. You Listen, Roe, you're back every week. You got it? <laughs> okay. Roe, do you know anyone famous, by the way? Jesus. Yeah, I know who's yeah. Oh, okay, get him on next week. You bring him on. You got it? Bro, the holster. Next week. Preston does. Okay. <laughs> I know that's not necessary. Bro, it's your homework though. assignment. Okay? Okay. All right. Excellent. And it, listen, if you don't get Hulk, still come back. Okay? Okay. All right. Awesome. I'll bring uh, you to the penthouse. We'll, we'll do it from the penthouse next week. Not at all. No. <laughs> this I know. No. 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 Bad idea. Okay, no. <laughs> Ro, I just want to make sure I like I got your pick. It's 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 the Dolphins, but I want to make sure oh. I get your theory. Your theory, just so we're clear, Aaron Rodgers has no testicles, right? No. Okay. <laughs> Ro, outstanding. Anything you want to say to anyone on the way out, Ro? What you gonna do, brother? When Ro knows, runs wild on dude. He wants it off. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> Mic drop, Carl, you're right. Happy hey, holidays, Chris, guys. Be- before you go, I just wanted to add something here that not only did you make a child sit in the freezing cold on your, your bus while doing free promotional work for you, but all this happened while you were making him miss school. You pulled him out of school to do all this. I just wanted to all that. Carl, you know that's false. Mm-hmm. I hope so, man. I like it. I hope so. You going to jail otherwise? The off the bus to try and make it to school and get away from you. He saw an opening and he took it. <laughs> oh, so tremendous! All right, Chris. Hey, happy holidays to uh, you and the family, man, uh, and to Roe as well. We'll speak to you next week. God bless football. God bless football, man. All right, who did I go to first? I forgot. I was distracted by Roe, Mojo, all of it, and Carl Douglas in the line of the picked. segments. <laughs> Carl has picked. We still need K Funk, Mojo, and Java. All right, let's go to uh, let's go to K Funk first. K Funk, who you taking? K Funk, you keep shaking your head. I know it's a difficult game. Billy, man, every week Billy puts my f- dolphins in every week. Well, of course he does, because he's you know he likes he, he wants to bleep with you. I mean, I'm gonna, I, what I is think? the line? It's What's three and a half. All right, give me the Packers, and I'm hoping that the Dolphins win by one or two or three. Mojo, what are you doing here, man? K-Funk just doesn't know how to handle leading. You know, he's getting his bell rung. He's getting rattled now that the spread master is back. <laughs> it's, it's Mojo, I went, nice four, I went four and one last week, Mojo. You were back. It's just nice to see a guy unravel. He's starting to doubt himself. Mm. He's complaining yeah. and whining. You had to pick my Dolphins every week. You got to do it. And I got no guests, and I'm embarrassing myself. And now Mojo's back to call me out on my stuff, and I don't know what I'm going to do this season because the spread master is going to show everybody why he's the champ. Do I need to say who I'm who I'm picking right now or we got it? No, we got it. Thank you. Okay. He took the Packers. <laughs> why don't That's you take kind of, your team, Funk? 
You you're gonna you're gonna go against your team? Are you guys hearing this? All the Dolphins fans at home, Creston is is just abandoning you guys? Like this is where it gets tough to be on the mountaintop, Creston. It's like, do you do you go with your fans, your identity? Like, are you sacrificing your soul to try and maintain this bullshit lead that you picked up while I was gone for two months? Like, what are you gonna do, pal? Hey, at least Carl Delix doesn't sway when when his Rams are on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. Tell him, tell him, tell him. Right. Oh, what you Billy. got, Kate? What you got? What you got? Yeah, oh, Billy. Billy. Billy's, Billy's such an asshole. Oh, Billy. Yeah, bet with your the... heart. You got to bet with your heart. <laughs> Listen, no one likes the guy who's like 15 games above 500. Okay? <laughs> right. Sorry, K-5. Right. Okay. <laughs> let's, go to, let's go to Java. Heads is Green Bay. Tails is the Dolphins. I almost forgot the game there. Go ahead. Heads. All right, you have uh, the Green Bay Packers. Gentlemen, we love you. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to you and your families. And uh, we will speak to you next week. Uh, Mojo, you have never looked better than you look right now, my friend. (laughs) Thanks, man. Thanks, buddy. (laughs) Wait, Mojo, you want to promote anything on the way out? I'm sorry, I forgot, because I want Carl Douglas to promote his law firm. So uh, let's do that first. Carl, go ahead. Hey, the best firm on the West Coast, Douglas Hicks Law. Okay. At job, how about the restaurants in New York? Go ahead. It's holiday season, man. AmericanWhiskeyNYC.com. Stop in for a great holiday cocktail. Say hello and uh, mention my name and get a free drink. boy. Uh, Mojo, the floor is yours if you want to do anything, my friend. I actually got something fantastic this weekend. <laughs> this is going to be really good because the reason I was 20 minutes late for this meeting with my, my good friends in Creston is the fact that I just worked out a deal with 5% nutrition. Why is this important? It's because Chris Grunk is signed with 5% nutrition, and they called me and they said, we realized we made a terrible mistake with Chris. He's a bum. He's not Jack. kind of embarrassing us a little bit. We do like his ice shakers, which is the only reason why we signed him. But they literally called me to make up for their mistake with Chris. So now I have a deal with 5% nutrition and the content that's going to be coming to humiliate Chris on behalf of 5% is going to be pure magic. I am very excited for this in a big way. Check them out, 5percentnutrition.com. Excellent. There you go. They're on social. You can check them out there too. It's all over Chris's page, and it'll be all over my page soon. I'm, I'm very ex- very excited about this, at 5% Nutrition. Mojo, your first Christmas as a married man with a new wife. Enjoy it, my friend. Thank you. Thank- Any tips for me? Uh, yes, yeah, dude. get her whatever yes, the f*** she wants. Yep. Yes, dude. Yes, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Carl- I've been doing all these super jeweler plugs for, man. <laughs> the gift they Get her the gift of just saying yes. That's it, okay? <laughs> She'll still break your balls, even when you get her exactly what you want. Yeah, it's okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm prepared for this. I'm, I'm All right. Happy holidays, guys. Uh, we will talk to you next week before the new year. But uh, we love you, and uh, have a great Christmas.